just cause I love my podcast. Working fans. I shed blood for my podcast. Ra-da-da. Let a podcast holler where my podcast. The pussy at. All I want to hear is right here, my podcast. Somebody say something about a podcast. You won't take this from me, baby. You will not take this from me, baby. Fans, welcome to the Working Fans Podcast presents, aka Slippery Joe's Funhouse, where we bring you a bonus podcast each week presenting your favorite podcast's favorite stuff. Now, we have some Tape Trader's Guide to the 90s coming up. We have some Cult in Connecticut. We'll be bringing you some Peter X. Murawski and a variety of other things through year two. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs, 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82 Designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality t-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, like survive the washer and dryer they look good and they're good quality nice and those stickers before paco chewed them up were amazing and luckily we'll be getting some more in hopefully before we start selling them to fans but that's f-o-u-r-8-2 designs fans welcome back for working fan saturday episode 42 i will be joined shortly by the man they call dave and aj strange brew and after this intro we are going to be talking about the two historic pay-per-views that the nwa is bringing to the chase hotel in st louis this is where nwa started almost in its classic form and it's big that they're returning there so i'll bring the guys in in a minute and we will talk all things this weekend's pay-per-views Guys, it's Saturday. You know what that means. We are talking yeah. about NWA. First off, how are you guys doing today? Oh, National Wrestle Alliance, baby. Ric Flair coming out tomorrow night. Woo! 73, wow. baby. Yeah, that, that's great. Who cares about that old son of a bitch? We've got <laughs> Empower tonight, baby. It's the Ladies of Wrestling, NWA. We've got the best women from around the world coming together for a pay-per-view. And it's going to be awesome tonight. Man, you a flare mark from way back. How are you going to do them dirty like that? <laughs> yeah, now topping this Empower pay-per-view, the big fight, NWA women's title, Camille versus Layla Hirsch. They did a good job of working their way up to this on AEW as well as NWA. What do you guys think? Who, who do you got winning? Got that. 
Ray Mysterio, Kevin Nash vibe to it. That uh, that match that match is going to be legit. I'm going. Uh, I'm going with Big Money Camille. Camille. I, I think Camille holds on to it too, but I think it's going to be a hell of a match. I think that Layla Hirsch will work different parts of the body, maybe a leg, something like that, take her down, and it's going to be an entertaining match. Yeah, yeah <laughs> spinning, so. spinning toe hold. <laughs> this is a very interesting match. Obviously, Camille looks like she'll come out on top. Layla Hirsch, legit Layla Hirsch. She's been on. She's great, she was on a blood sport. She really can show us what she has in the ring, and that'll be interesting. Right below that, no, though, no. we have the. What were you going to say? I was going to say, well, no, I was going to say the funny thing is you're about to mention the next match. I would rather see legit Layla Hirsch versus Deanna Parazza than I would against Camille. I think that the styles clash between the two of them is not going to be as good, whereas I think the styles between um, Parazza and Hirsch would be fantastic. And I think Molina still sucks. <laughs> Molina's and great. The next <laughs> match up, I was going to mention Impact Knockouts title. Deanna Perrazzo versus Molina. It's going to be a good match, but I obviously Perrazzo is going to hold on to it. Yeah, She's so, been so. a beast. It's good to see her on this pay-per-view. I'm happy to see a different company's title offered up like that. I think uh, we're going to see Perrazzo eventually versus um, Mickey James. Like James is not going to be the one on this pay-per-view because she's made it about everybody else. But like all the stuff she's been doing in Impact Wrestling, like we're going to eventually lead to Deanna versus Mickey James. That has to happen. I, I'm glad that 20 years later, Molina's best move is still her ring entrance. <laughs> Trey Miguel was a fan. So. Yes. <laughs> now, next up, we have the NWA Women's Invitational Cup Gauntlet, and that's featuring Tootie Lynn, Jamie Senegal, Chelsea Green, Lady Frost, Debbie Malenko, Bianca Corelli, Masha Slamovich, Genocide, Thunder Kitty and Kiera Hogan. So I, I, AJ I, lit up when he said Debbie Malenko. <laughs> I, I, I give you a little background on this because I actually heard some stuff today. Because I was not aware there was a female Malenko, and I learned about this. So it's Debbie actually Malenko, the wife of Boris, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> she wrestled many years ago, I guess. Though uh, I'm trying to remember when. But basically, she had a knee injury. Go ahead, Joe. 90 to 93. She okay. was trained under Boris Malenko, yeah. and she was a part of that All Japan women's roster. Yeah, and she was set to be the next big thing. She got injured, and she decided she wanted to be a mom and hang out for a while, and here she is coming back all these years later. And uh, I'm excited to see that. Um, Lady Frost is another one I've seen on NWA. Um well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the rundown on the, all the people in this match that aren't NWA regulars because we all know who Chelsea Green is. She needs no introduction. Lady Frost, Genocide. Genocide. They have both been featured on NWA. Masha Slamovich has come up on the indies, so I think I, I like Masha have she, she just did a match on AEW Dark as well. Yeah. Yep, I got to explain a little less about her. Same with Kira Hogan. She just came off that great impact run. But guys, Tootie Lynn at Tootie Lynn Ramsey. She was trained. I remember her from Facts of Life. <laughs> she was trained by Michael Elgin and Sadie Blaze. She's been wrestling three years. She's out of that St. Louis area. She's held the CCW Women's Championship. Jamie Senegal at the Jamie Senegal is a trans wrestler, been wrestling six years. They've wrestled in CZW, and they wrestled on GCW at Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Obviously, we went over Debbie Malenko. 
Now the name Bianca Corelli, does that guy, does that name stand out to you guys at all? Oh, that is uh, Santino Morello's daughter. That is Santino's daughter. I, I heard that today. Go ahead. <laughs> tra tra trained at the Battle Arts Academy in beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It, and it was apparently turned away from a WWE tryout. Ooh, we got a Lady Frost fan in the crowd today. Hey, uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, she's great. No, she, and she has turned out good on these W on these NWA shows. I've been yesterday. I marathoned a bunch of the shows to catch up for this week. She's got a great look. I think she's got a great look. Oh, yeah, she's been one of the standouts. Ooh, shit. This guy's bringing more information versus Riley Shepard. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to look that up on YouTube now because I'm excited for this ladies' pay-per-view, but I think one of the things going up against it is I'm not familiar with a ton of the names on it. And what I like about it is that the NWA can put together a ladies' pay-per-view like this where – they can call in other companies. I know Conan has somebody on this pay-per-view somewhere, too, like from AAA as a representative, too. Okay. Well, let's move on with it because we have the NWA Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament Semifinal mm -hmm. with the team of the Hex, Allison Kay and Marty Bell. Oh, There's yeah. Heels on Heels, Sahara Seven, and Renee Michelle. Renee Michelle, the wife of Drake Maverick. People might remember her from those uh, yes. WWE 24-7 skits. She's been in Impact. Done some AEW stuff all over. Um, Allison, K, bigger, Allison K, bigger and tougher than Drake Maverick. So, interesting <laughs> matchup. Her and Marty Bell are actually really good friends. I've seen them on social media together all the time. And, um, yeah, uh, who's Michelle's partner again, you just said? Renee Michelle and Sahara Seven. Okay, I'm not familiar with her, though. So, what you said. Now, on the other side of those semifinals for that NWA Ladies Tag Team Tournament Championship, that is Red Velvet. Look at this guy. He does. In the kitchen, baby. In the kitchen. Versus the free babes of Miranda yeah. Gordy and Haley J. Yes. Now, do you know uh, about Miranda Gordy? Yeah, well, that's uh, Terry Gordy's daughter. And uh, Miranda J is actually related to somebody, too. I don't know if Joe has that. I... Uh, Haley J, right? Haley J. Sorry, yes. Haley J. Yeah, yeah Hollywood, oh, I don't know anything Hollywood Haley J. I, I don't know her background. I just have seen her wrestle before. She's very good. She's very oh. talented. I'll try to look that up after. Unfortunately, I did, did not remember. And I was like, oh, hopefully Joe knows that. Nope. Okay. Now, obviously, this pay-per-view is also going to feature the NWA Ladies Tag Tournament Tag Team Championship Final. But... You've also got Kylie Ray versus Cheek Tormenta versus Diamante, which Kylie Ray. Well, it's a pay per view, so you talent. don't know if she's going to be there or not. Diamante, awesome <laughs> in ring talent. I'm not familiar with Cheek that, Tormenta. That's the one from AAA. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think Conan's going to send over a slouch, too. So I'm expecting big things. No, and I think overall this is going to be a good pay-per-view. It's a solid lineup. It's interesting to see them introducing the ladies' tag team titles. Yeah. I think Mildred Burke, uh, her title belt is actually going to be. I, was gonna say, I don't think she's working. She's, she's not working. For no, like 30 no, no, no. Years. I'm going to bring it out her title. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, because Camille's been making a lot of references to the title being, what, the Burke on NWA mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe Mildred Burke actually helped train Malenko, so it should be good. 
<laughs> I bet. <laughs> now that's tonight's pay per view. Overall, I mean, what would you say the match you're most excited about is? I'm interested just to see um, was that that tournament we're gonna have to see who's gonna fight the next night against. Uh, oh, the Invitational Cup Gauntlet. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I agree. Comes out that. It's just gonna be fun to see these women get showcased. I think it's a great, you know, event. I think it's a shame. Uh, WWE never did another all-women's pay-per-view. That Evolution pay-per-view they did a while back was one of the better things they'd done. It was something different. And I think it's great like here because it's, um, it's one of those things, too, where I know AJ's always championed the women, but it is cool, cool when you have an all-women's pay-per-view because you're putting a spotlight on different people we don't get to see I, all the time. I'm going to tell you who I'm hoping for. I'm actually hoping for Lady Frost to win that. I would love to see Lady Frost versus Camille. I think that that's a fantastic matchup, and I think that the fans will go home happy the night after if you get that matchup. Um, I think people like Chelsea Green, but I think because of her relationship, I think you see a lot of her, and I think that people over the different um, areas have had their fill of Chelsea for right now. So I, I think right. that it, I mean. She's putting that work in. She's getting on Ring of Honor TV. She, she is, uh, and I have and I have respect for what she's doing. I'm just saying I would rather see Lady Frost right now. Sure. Just because you see a little bit less of her, and I think that would be a great matchup. I'm not knocking Chelsea Green. I'm not saying I don't like Chelsea Green. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying that I see so much of her that I want to see new talent coming up. Genocide's another one. Genocide I would be fantastic. Say, I'm right there with AJ where that NWA homegrown talent like where you've got the genocide, you've got the Lady, Lady Frost. Frost, you've got. I'm trying. I, I watched so to, much of it yesterday to, that to, to me, a night like tonight is a chance to get over what you've done with your ladies' division, and a chance to actually build a star within your division. So if you take someone who's not necessarily in your division, like a Chelsea Green, yeah, yeah. it'll give you a name for the pay per view. But it's not moving forward your product. I agree. And I think it'll be I think the only time you're gonna really probably see I think most NWA talent will go overnight with the exception of probably uh Milena and Peraza, which Deanna Peraza should be the one that goes over in that match. Oh so, absolutely. Yeah. Now who do you like in the Kylie Ray Cheek Tormenta Diamante match? Because I feel like it's gotta be Kylie Ray. It's gotta be Kylie Ray. She's another NWA homegrown talent and she's the one they wanna push. And she's even doing a heel turn a little bit possibly lately. She's well, had a few underhanded thing. So I think there's a possibility you're going to see a bigger push from her. She also needs it because of the stuff that did happen with Impact. I think people want to see more of her and want to see her recommit herself to wrestling. Wrestling fans like it when people are committed to what they're doing. Professional wrestling is all about commitment. It's what you give to it, what you put into it. And when somebody takes time off or does something similar to what Kylie did, and I'm not knocking her for it. Everybody needs mental health. Everybody needs, I'm not knocking that. I'm not. It's going just a start that. and stop dynamic of what she does. You get behind her. Then she's not on TV for six months. And then you get behind her. Then she's not on the next show. And it, I mean, it's just like with us, if we took a week off, like we're taking next week because next week's Labor Day and we got to rest. But Sorry, when you're man. not there every week, sometimes you fall out of people's minds. It's sight out of mind. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Got to stay hot. Now, guys, coming off that Saturday pay-per-view, in an odd move, the NWA 73rd anniversary show is on a Sunday. 
which you know is a bitch for me, but that NWA heavyweight title match, Nick Aldis versus Trevor Murdoch again. God, the promos leading up to this. Good. I'm ready for it. Trevor Murdoch Murdoch is so real. Former guest of the show. And I feel like, I feel like, um, Billy Corgan has said it. Murdoch has kind of turned into their top baby face. And I think in NWA, it's all about story. And that's why a guy like Tim Storm can like come up the ranks there still. And that's why, you know, even though all this like looks like the star, I could see Murdoch catching him. And you know, is it time for him to retire? I don't know. I don't think so. I think the story is Murdoch's going to get the belt here. I don't think it's going to be a long reign, but I think they've done a good job building up Murdoch as that underdog. And I think people think he might retire. So I think there's enough doubt, you know. I hope he doesn't. This is the best push he's gotten in his whole career. For I know. Me neither. Kid. That's why I'm like legit. But I can see <laughs> he's it. Red it's hot. Not gonna be like I'm like I'm shocked if he retires. Yeah. But I, I I want him to win the belt. Like they legit. Again, this is great storytelling. They got me behind him. Like let's absolutely. Do this. Yeah. Think about it though. Trained under Harley Race. Yeah. St. Louis. St. Louis winning it there. Yeah. That would be this major. Yeah. This is like flares on the show. I mean, my God. This is yeah. I want to. This is what I want to see. But I could also see Flair aligning himself with Nick Aldis and being the one to cost Trevor Murdoch. So see, that's I've been saying that for uh, a while now. <laughs> I want to see Flair and Aldis. I want to see Aldis show up with the NWA title on AEW with Flair as his manager and maybe cause some shit there for a while and have Absolutely. that relationship. That, yeah, that would be some stirring it up in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Red Velvet. Your mama's kitchen. Mama's kitchen. <laughs> All right, um, now the NWA National Championship, Chris Adonis versus James Storm. Dave, thanks for listening. Appreciate I it. I know how much of a pain it is to edit that podcast, so get back to it. Any little break we can get you is appreciated. Where are you guys with this Adonis-James Storm match? Uh, I'm a lifelong uh, – well, I don't know about lifelong, but I'm a long-time James Storm fan. Um, you know, so – Adonis is good, but uh, man, I'm I'm James Storm all the way. I want James Storm to win that match to take that belt. I, I think Chris Adonis has done a great job of coming yes. away from his character um, from the WWE, and it took him a long time to get past that. But he has done a great job. But like Dave, I am a huge, um, long, not lifelong James Storm since we're almost the same age. But <laughs> <laughs> um, basically a big fan of his also and i think that he's put in work and he's surpassed by far chris harris who he was originally teamed with oh yeah in careers and i would love to see him take that national title tonight that's not I fair agree. that dude's dead right you know, he's uh, no only his, only his <laughs> career his career <laughs> he's now, out there wildcatting now the next one up the match i'm probably most excited for nwa tag championships I, this is a match I think they've been doing a great job on building interest in. Aaron Stevens and Kratos versus Mecha Wolf and Bestia 666. Since Mecha Wolf and Bestia came into the company, it was like when Eddie Kingston and Homicide were there. I don't know if they necessarily fit the NWA, but they're a great counterpoint to what goes on there. And I think they make great foils for And they've been teasing the... Teasing Kratos and Steven breaking up for a while. So, although, although yeah. I got to tell you, one of the highlights of me was seeing that uh, what they've done with those um, past NWA. They're doing the old vignettes, like the NWA show from like the 1950s. Oh, yeah. They're and, catering to you with those old clips and really trying to get you in. 
having Aaron Stevens and Kratos on those, they're freaking amazing on it. I thought it was very entertaining. And uh, I do like them as a team. But I think this is the night where Mecha, World, and Beastie are actually going to go over. So Now, I don't know if we've hammered it home enough, but this is at the Chase Hotel in St. Louis. Yeah, where wrestling with the Chase, yeah, something wrestling hasn't been there for years. So I think there's a lot of nostalgia for wrestling that's going to happen on this night. Like you said, Flair is going to be there for it. I think they're going to go all out in their presentation. Hell, when they did the last end of B-Way reunion pay or anniversary pay-per-view where it was Cody versus all this, sure. that was amazing. So NWA never lets down with these things. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great show. I mean, the next match on the card, for Christ's sakes, you've got Mickey James and Kylie Ray. I you was talk about not to mention it. I feel like that is going to be one of the standout matches on this card. It's going to be. And I think Kylie goes over the night before because we're also going to – she's going to put over Mickey James, I think, in this. And that's not just because I think Mickey's going to be a player at NWA. And I think we're going to set Mickey up for a cross-promotional match with Deanna Perrazzo at some point here, too. Really? You, you think the wife of the world's champ is going to be a player? Huh? I certainly mm -hmm. do. <laughs> I think she's got a pretty good relationship with Billy Corgan, too. Not, not, not only that, but uh, former um, WWE world champion on multiple occasions. and Impact. Um, yeah, she's done it all. And, not to mention hot country music star, Mickey James. But look Hardcore at country. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at how much they've used her name to promote this. They've put her on impact programming to pull people in. She's she been might, a big name. She might technically be the biggest name on that whole freaking roster, including her husband. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not. Yeah, that could definitely be the case when you think about, you know, the WrestleManias and just being in that spotlight for many years. I can see that. Next yeah. matchup, we got the NWA Women's Championship. It's going to be Camille or Layla Hirsch versus the NWA Invitational Cup winner. God, knowing that, Kira Hogan's got to win the cup and go on to face Camille the next night, right? I mean, that's a possibility, too. I know... Uh, yeah. AJ Chelsea Green's uh, another Frost. one that could be there. Still hoping for Lady Frost or Slamovich. We'll God, see. that makes that gauntlet so much more so interesting now because you've got a legend well, in there. You got a couple that you think are front runners, a couple brand new people. This is if, if you're gonna do back to back pay-per-views, too, that's a great way of setting up the next night too obviously having those two matches well, there's also yeah. so many great um women in that invitational that it could go right and that are interesting matchups that we haven't seen <clears throat> so it, there's really i don't know it's just such a good setup nwa's done has done a wonderful job with the setup yeah now we've got a brawl in the loo it's going to be tom oh. latimer versus crimson versus tim storm God, that is going to be a big boy battle. There's going to be a lot of okay. meat chopping going on there. A, I think that's going to be brutal. I think T Tom Latimer is going to be the one who goes over in this. Yeah. Um, I think he's the younger talent that, you know, it's going to put him over. Um, I'm always a sentimental fan of Tim Storm. Uh, he's former just, guest of the show. Former guest friend, of the show. Friend, friend of the over. show, Tim just Storm. A great guy. Great guy, too. Um, Crimson, he's been around for a while too, but I think this is Latimer's time. 
Vladimir is one of those people that's been on the cusp for so long. He's got that look. Yeah. He's got um obviously the talent in the ring. He, Hell of a great charisma too. If you've watched him on this series of shows leading up to this, he's been a standout. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm a fan of the guy. I think that he's he should go over in this one. And I think it's gonna be the best brawl that we've seen, quite frankly, other than maybe um Dragovic or what is it? Um yeah, I can't say Dragonoff for some reason. I can't get it out Slam of my mouth. Mouth. <laughs> Yeah, no, drag I, that's what I was combining. Dragonoff and Walter, I think, was the brawl that this is gonna be reminiscent of. Ah, I, well, let's not give it, let's not compare it to that. That thing's another level, but <laughs> fuck out of here. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it should be good. <laughs> now we've got a six-man tag match, Tyrus, the masked man, and Jordan Clearwater versus the Pope, Pero, and Odinson. I it's not like, going to be a bad match, but I don't think it's going to be a standout. Yeah, I'll country. tell you what, though. Guilty pleasure. I kind of like the mess, man. I like the fact that he's this random guy. They're sticking to the fact that nobody knows shit about him. And they've been putting him over. And he's, been, he's basically like a in-shape guy who could technically wrestle. That's <laughs> kind of funny. I, I, I like the mask, man, because quite frankly, to me, it's almost like a little tribute to the question mark. A little bit of that, yeah. Yeah. So to me, I think that that's a good thing. Um, the guy obviously can work his ass off. Hopefully, at some point, we'll we'll find out who he actually is. Um, and I love the fact that they come to the ring with Austin Idol. And they've been um, making Austin Idol that Austin Idol Black Bees team. They're making that a really interesting lead up now. The only other match I have is an NWA National Championship number one contender battle royal. But I don't have any of the names in it, so yeah, so I don't think they've actually listed any of the names anywhere. I, I, I don't think they did, and I tried looking, but I also did it just before we went on. So if you're out there and you know the names, get at us in the comments. If you don't, get fucked. I don't <laughs> yeah. think they're out there. Twelve man battle royal. That's all yeah, I see Saturday. everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming Slice Boogie, Sal Renaro, Lady Frost. <laughs> yeah, dude. If Sal Renaro's in there, he's who I'm cheering for. Friend of the show, we love that Our guy. Our pal Sal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, him and Colby Carino have been standouts leading up to this. The championship series has been interesting in the lead up to this. It gave some of those episodes that could have otherwise been kind of throwaways. They gave them some meaning, and it was interesting to see that tournament get created. I like Colby Carino. I think that he's coming into his own, and I think that, like you said, he has been a standout with Sal, and I think that the two of them both are really coming into their own. There is actually an indie event coming up in the next couple months where he's going to face Steve Carino. Oh, shit. I have got to look it up to see when it is. I know it's going to be on IWTV, but I'm excited for that because the more you see Colby Carino, he's healthier than we've ever seen him. Yeah. And he's really coming into his own as a character. And I think what he's done lately in NWA has been amazing. Yeah, and he's physically looking healthier, too. I mean, there are times where he has looked just um, emaciated and not like an actual wrestler. Yeah, and like right now, drugs or something. Yeah, yeah I don't know why. <laughs> but he, right now, he actually looks to be in the best physical shape that I've ever seen him also. 
Now, guys, do you want to talk any other wrestling news uh, before we jump off? For the I just, you know, honestly, other than we talked Punk last week, Punk was on Dynamite again. But uh, I thought, I mean, we didn't talk TakeOver. That was obviously happening. Walter Dragunov, we alluded to that, killed it. But uh, and it was great to see Joe win the belt. But um, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was kind of a, like, I thought we hit the peak last week a little bit. I thought this week was a little slower, it felt like. Like, um you know, well, break, breaking news. Um, this just in uh, over there on Fox last night. It looks like um, SmackDown did almost three million viewers, two point wow. nine million That's viewers. That's fucking huge. Last oh, night, Becky Lynch just, was back too. Becky Lynch was back. I don't know if people were aware that um, Brock was not going to be there, but they yeah. hit two point nine million on the first um, numbers in. I want to actually point out something because we're very uh, we're always high praise for AEW and everything too. But there were two things I did not like this week, and I want to see anyone else pick yeah, up please. on this. I did not like the uh, Big Show distraction finish of QT Marshall. Nope, stupid. Hated that. That reminded me of too much of a WWE thing. I was like, what the hell is this? Also, why is QT losing a match before? It's not like we believe he's going to win anyway. So why is so, he? So, yeah, so have him lose on his way yeah. in. Yeah, and another thing in the back, we always put over the ladies, but this particular segment, the bunny and our girl Ty, I did not like the setup for that. We're going to do the HF. Just have the match. You don't need to go out yeah. here and have some bullshit. I'm going to offer you this. Then it leads into a pull-apart fight. Those are two things that just stuck out to me this week. I'm like, that does not feel dynamite-like. Like, that's everything. Not not only did I show. not like that, but I didn't like the bunny going over with the brass knucks either. And I want to throw you one more out there, too. Um, I'll tell you what I liked and what I didn't like. Okay, Malachi Black, I love. Um, yeah, absolutely. I like, what they, I like what they did with Brock. They gave him just enough offense, took him down. I love Iron even blocking the first kick, showing the legend some respect, and then he gives him the low blow, beats him down. I like Lee Johnson coming out. Here's what I don't like. It was a. It was not the way to end the show. It was not hot no. enough. Lee Johnson is not that guy you're gonna. Now they need to show a, first of all, he mentioned Dustin Rhodes in the promo. He didn't mention Lee fucking Johnson. Yeah, in the you promo. could. <laughs> right, right, bring out, right. bring out Dustin and get his ass knocked down. Right, right. You could have done that, and you could have set up something with that, and that's what I thought. Lee Johnson, fine athlete, that would have been better in the. Nah, he's a great athlete, but he's yeah. not a fucking end of the show guy. He's not the main I think event. I would have almost, um, obviously, they positioned it like differently, but like almost if we had ended somehow with that Lucha Brothers um, uh, Jungle uh, Jurassic Express match that we had on Rampage, if that was the main event. They should have ended that. it with Jericho announcing he might be fucking retiring, for Christ's sakes, to the broadcast yeah. booth. Right, right, right. That was, <laughs> that was well done, actually, I have to say. that was one of the Yeah, but that would have been bigger news than having fucking Lee Johnson save um, Brock <laughs> Anderson. Yeah. It also and looked weird, too. Shouldn't that Jericho retirement match, shouldn't that have been the fifth labor and been where that all left off? Absolutely. It feels like... Yeah. This is the sixth labor of Jericho. Right, right. And also, too, one other thing too I want to say about that black thing, too. We put Malachi Black over. Basically, he squashes Cody. No, he and now he's amazing. laying everybody out. So why is he even backing away from Lee Johnson? He had a chair, too. So there's another thing I didn't like about it. Like, I guess I didn't really like that segment overall. So I just had to well, they took. Well, they also took someone who has done anything but be a coward. He hasn't been a coward at all. He's come out and said what he's going to do. And then comes out and does it, and now you have him right. backing away from an undercard guy. Okay, some other things I'm going to shit on. Uh, Becky Lynch possibly being a heel. Um, she did a good uh, job with the heel. She did a good job, time. but I don't know why we're doing this. But then again, the way they booked her, you're already getting a little bit of booze, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of – I don't. it doesn't make – 
make any sense to me. But Bianca Belair is a baby face. Becky's a baby face. Um, yeah. You just need some more credible heels. You keep beating why up. Why are they even on this? Why are they even on the same show? Yeah, why are we beating up? Like the only heels I know that aren't really strong on this show, besides Banks, who's injured. The only other heels are like uh, Carmella and Vega, who like live was right. They lose every week. So I don't really know why they're even here. No, I agree one hundred percent. That's yeah. uh, it, it's insane. That's uh, you have nothing, and then you bring in Naomi, who's a former champion. And they don't even seem to know that she's supposed to be on the show. Right. I feel like that's going to lead to something. But, yeah, I, I know what you're I, I'm sure it is, but it should have yeah. led to something that night. It, I agree. could given her a big entrance, too. I agree. And also, uh, I will say one thing I did like. I did like Finn Bauer showing up at the end instead mm-hmm. of Brock. You know, people were saying, I like Finn Bauer challenging Roman. I like that Finn's in that top push. He also on. said that he still has some um, unsettled business with Cena. Right, for screwing him over, right? That's yeah, interesting, too. Yeah, I uh, I like that. And um, I like the interaction with Paul Heyman throughout the night with the Usos, where the Usos didn't trust him. And Paul thinks he's, like, you know, in trouble, about to be fired. And Roman comes, what are you doing? Open, I got to open my own door? Here. And Paul's he's like, come on, Paul, your family. Let's go. You get me the belt. We're good. And this is the whole thing where it's like, you can tell, like, Roman's like, I'm not worried about Paul. Paul's in my pocket. We're good. There's nothing to worry about. I run this show. You know, so that was one of the few things I did like. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's about it. Other than, like I said, that Dragon off joe match, which was just insane. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think it was, like, a crazy week after the week we had last week. I thought that it was, um, you know, it was, a, it was a good week. Like I said, I'm happy to see the big rating come in. Yeah. Um, I think people I'm not, are – I'm happy I think Dynamite got be... big ratings, too. And I'm happy Rampage got a big rating. We didn't know that last week. Then Rampage did well. I am happy that so many people are watching wrestling again. Fucking it. Let's the, only, the only problem is when you have a big show and you put out a crappy-ass um, show, you sometimes it. will have trouble yeah. um, following up strong on that. And AEW, while they did have CM Punk there and they did deliver with that again, right. and he did good with his went. promo again, you literally front-loaded everything. So your front of the card was so much better than that last um, hour of the card. Right. So yeah, it's a little, it, to me, it was just a little miss. They didn't line it up right. Punk is fantastic, though. He's killing it in everything he does. So, uh, yeah, Smackdown, Smack, Smackdown, they did right. They put Becky yeah. on first. So you draw yeah. people correctly. And then you put on Roman last. Yeah. Put on the did. big dog. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's no, how you I do know. it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm still so excited time, and I'm looking forward to these NWA pay-per-views this weekend. And uh, it was nice to get the ratings in this week for all the shows, and hopefully uh, hopefully, the trend continues. I'm also interested to see what Rampage's um, draw will be this week. Oh, uh, they were. I, well, I, it depends if you believe it. Like a tape. I don't know if you know. They were taped this week, too. Oh, no, so, I know. Yeah, so it depends uh, if that matters as much as it does. It's hard to say nowadays. Fans seem to be very forgiven of that. AJ is not, by the way. <laughs> I'm not. I hate tape shows. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you live or, or get the fuck out of my face? <laughs> yeah, look, well, because of what happens, I accidentally clicked on it this week and read the fucking tape spoiler and realized what I was reading afterwards and was like, oh, what the fuck? I think you might as well <laughs> say what I did. I saw one, too, where someone said, because, uh, well, no, it was definitely different. Mine was on Instagram, but it was mislabeled. It was like Dynamite Spoiler. I'm like, Dynamite? It was live. And I'm like, oh, this is Rampage. And I caught the fucking Jurassic Express uh, fucking uh, Lucha Bros match. I'm like, that, motherfucker. And I just, the I, match, I, I, that was, the match yeah. meant that much more less to me because 
of seeing the spoiler, knowing that the Lucha Brothers were going over. I watched it with very little interest and just kept fast forwarding, caught myself fast forwarding the match. So there you have it. All right, I think that's it for us, guys. Who's that? All right, well, guys, remember we will not be here next week because it is Labor Day. I'm stacking beer. Dave's stacking bread. AJ. I will actually, I will actually be off for two weeks because right. I have to go to the Bahamas the week after. Yeah, don't tell his wife. <laughs> well, yes. Well, no, there's a huge tournament there. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to win the Intercontinental Title like uh, Rio. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Pat Patterson. <laughs> yes. All right, so guys, we will see you in two weeks. AJ will see you in three weeks, and have a good one. And guys, summer's over. Wake me up when September ends, bud. Randy, all right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 